<laughs> oh shit. Yeah, we can't hear you when the music's playing. Oh, what? At what point in the song are we at? We're, uh, we're already we're done. Like right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, probably like thirty just more seconds. Just let's listen to it for a little bit longer, yeah. guys. Okay, and then on, you okay. just introduce yourself. Yeah. Hold on, right. not yet, wait, not yet. Wait, wait, music's wait. still going. It's like that. It's that like little. Okay, fading down, fading down. Give me a signal. Hold on. Kyle, go. Welcome to Shark Dropper. I'm Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. God, that was terrible. <laughs> we, uh, was there like yeah, a we moment were... of silence after the song ended? And then... Yeah. No, you were. No, you're spot on. <laughs> we're trying, we're yeah. trying a little something new this time. So I can't yeah. hear the theme song as it's being played. So <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, Kyle's getting in so he can't hear it. We'll so just we're see just... what happens. Yeah. It's all oh, good. Okay. Whew. There'll be some dead air, yeah. but that's okay. How's how's the yeah, how's the room over there? Uh, not as toasty as it, it usually is. It is hot in my closet right now. It's hot. Really? Yeah. Wait, are when you are you really coming out of your closet? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> when am I, I going to come out of my closet? When are you going to come out of the closet? Mm. Like when we finish? I'd say I'd say as soon as Tom Cruise comes out of his. Okay. I'm going to okay. come out of mine. All right. All right. And I'll, All right. Do, it, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, hello, in some sort of like sing-song fashion. Not that oh, you know. Right. Not that I'm stereotyping. No, but that sounds wow. just like Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm actually I'm pretty excited about this episode because it, the, if you listen to the last episode, we had a, we had another podcaster on. Uh, he was from HMB Radio. He's from a local you know local radio show, and I admitted to him on the podcast that I didn't listen to his podcast. Which to me, I don't take it as a slight because when anybody tells me, "Hey, I don't listen to your podcast," you know, I don't care. Like, no, like I don't think any of you guys care really. It's kind of like if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. Sort of thing. I, only, I mean, like, usually when they say that, I cry for, like, only, like, three or four minutes. Like and then after that, minutes. I'm, like, I'm fine. Like, yeah. totally fine. But, like, for, sure. like, as a small podcaster, you, you, you would think you'd listen to other, like, small independent podcasters. And what I mean by that is just, like, people that, you know, not the famous people. You'd think, you know, you would try to listen to those people and support them. But to be honest, I, I kind of don't. I kind of listen to, like, the Joe Rogans and the Greg Proops and the uh, Comedy Bang Bangs and the Radio Labs and the This American Life and all that stuff. I mean, I listen to some of the smaller stuff. I just don't keep up. I don't really keep up with any of, like, the, the podcasts I listen to except for, like, a few. Yeah. So then every once in a while I'll listen to, like, some other ones or, like, I'll spot something new. Uh, and recently, I mean, though? Yeah. Recently, Monday Morning Podcast, my favorite podcast. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I, I haven't really listened to it in a while. But, like, there's not really – there wasn't really a lot of, like, smaller shows that have been in my rotation until – until this guy's show, like I've, I've, I, Jonathan, a few months ago, he texts me and he says, "Hey, do you want to do you want to do this podcast? Uh, their fellow Blog Talk Radio podcast. It's called uh, Trivial Warfare. Uh, they want to have us on. Do you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. That sounds awesome." And, and so to get ready, I started listen. I start listening to it. I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is this is good." <laughs> and we we do our episode. And even after then. 
you'd think I'd just be like, all right, I'm done with this. But no, I, like I like it's like it's in my regular rotation. I actually I keep up with it. I listen to the to, to the most recent podcast. So it's like it's one of the the the. It's the only, I would say, smaller podcast that has found its way into my regular rotation. And we have the host on with us right now, Jonathan, the host of Trivial Warfare, is on with us right now. Welcome, sir. Hey, man. How are you doing today? Good. It's awesome to hear your voice because it's like I always, like, you are now, being in my rotation, I just, just like, this is the voice I hear every week, and now I'm talking to you. You know, I, I, I'm kind of offended. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what do you mean smaller podcast? What, I know. I know hey, what I was saying you, that you're I'm this like, rinky-dink independent guy over here, just like like I'm in my closet or something. I don't know. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to like preface it, but it's just like you're not you're not a celebrity. You're not a you're not a uh, comedian. Keep going, Kyle. Yeah, keep you're going. Not, <laughs> that hole. You're not a movie you're star. Not yeah. you're, you're, you're not smart. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're not really even that good looking. I mean, it's just. It's just all of that. You're just yeah. a dude. But, uh, welcome. Welcome yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> Glad to have you on. <laughs> that was rousing. Maybe perhaps I use the I, perhaps I use the wrong adjective. I, I don't think uh, smaller podcast is the right one. I just you know well, you just, just meant like not the. I mean, there's like a lot of big podcasts that people do listen to. Like I mean, like everybody thinks of like Serial or like you said, Comedy Bang Bang, or you know Adam Carolla's podcast and stuff like that. But there are like a lot of other podcasts out there yeah. that might not be as big as those, but they're still like. Do decent numbers. That's, that's what I mean. I didn't mean to. Well, I and we're like do-it-yourselfers. I think that's what you're getting at too, right? It's like I'm. I'm pretty sure you guys edit your own shows and oh yeah, put all yeah. the work mm-hmm. in yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's definitely us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we all started from we all started in podcasting. I mean, this is this is where we all kind of started. Whereas some of the other big podcasts, you know, they started in public radio or they started as comedians. They started as other things. We all started from the ground up. Podcasts. Absolutely. So that's what I meant, but I, I didn't hope I didn't offend you by saying small. Not at all. I've been called much worse by much better. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> since I've since I've started listening to your podcast, I think small really is the the wrong word to use because I've seen you grow so much just by way of, I think having one of the most unique shows that you that that that's out there right now. It's you. Your motto was you bring the pub quiz home. I believe that's what it is, right? Yeah, we take the. Uh what is it? We take the pub quiz out of the pub and bring it home to you. Mm. Yeah. So do you guys do you guys play trivia at restaurants or bars at all? No. <laughs> no. I, I have friends who do that all the time. Like every Wednesday they'll go. Um, they've invited me to go. I'm going to go one time just because like, I'm, I'm a huge movie buff, so they want somebody who knows a lot about like movies mm-hmm. and pop culture. So I probably will go for that. Um, don't really know too much about like sports or like some of the other ones that they they know more about, but uh, they See, definitely want a movie guy. So I said I'd go. To me, whenever I go, I'm always off by like one night. Whenever I go, it's like ladies' night. There's like a karaoke machine. Let's admit you <laughs> go because it's ladies' <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, that was unintentional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so I've been doing it for over ten years now, right? And what I realized about halfway through is that even if even if you're not winning. You're going out. You're having you're having a few drinks and having dinner with your friends, and you're laughing and you're joking and you're picking on each other for not knowing better, and and you're just having fun, right? And I realized when we started planning the show that the thing that was missing from other trivia shows, because I like trivia, and I went out mm-hmm. and I tried to find trivia shows for myself, and I couldn't find any that were fun. And I was like, well, shit. I guess I guess I could do one. 
And my mm -hmm. goal when we did it was to create one that, that captured the fun of going out and hanging out with your friends while you're playing. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, you do that well. And, and having done your show, I think the, the secret, and, and hopefully you won't mind, I'm going to give away the secret to your show, uh -oh. <laughs> is that I, we sat there for a good two, two and a half hours doing a podcast and you edit it down to a clean one hour, and and you kind of keep you 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 keep all the stuff that was punchy. You take out the stuff that doesn't work, or the the, the stuff where everybody's kind of rambling, and the mm -hmm. stuff where everybody's kind of thinking. And I think that might be the secret ingredient to what makes your show really good. You seem to have a I don't know. I think you have sort of an ear for the editing of it or the flow of it. I, I you know what I appreciate that. I'm a grammar Nazi at heart. And so <laughs> audio editing is a lot like uh, is a lot like um, editing writing or newspaper editing that kind of thing to me. I I just enjoy doing it. But yeah, I would have never known to, to start out with. But after having done, I'm like, oh, he clearly edits it because we were there for wow. a while. But you know what? It was uh, who wants to listen to something where there's a lot of dead air, right? Right. So you're thinking, and I mean you particularly. You were thinking and thinking and thinking, and it's like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. So you don't want that, right? You want to have a, a tight show. And by, by cutting it down and just keeping the best parts, you really make it a good show. I agree with you. I love so, that I mean, it. Robert and John, for, I, I don't know if you guys have listened, but the way his, his show sort of works, and I don't know about the early stuff. I just know about the stuff that you've been doing recently where you have guests on. Mm -hmm. Is that you? You'll have guests on most of the time through Skype. You'll have their camera on. Uh, most of the time, they'll be going head to head. Sometimes they won't be. Uh, the your recent uh, tournament comes to mind. Yeah. But you have these. You have these these two guests um, play trivia. So basically, the way it works in his show is that you he asks a question, and someone someone will immediately. Either the the person that has it, or, or I think correct me correct me if I'm wrong, but somebody locks in first. They say, "Okay, I know the answer. I know what I'm going to go with. I'm going to lock in." Yep. And so it leaves the second person up to just talk it through, which I think is genius because it, it, you because at home I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, "Oh Christ!" So who was it that um, you know who who was it that made the the, the Wheaties box? Um, you know, back I forget what cover. the question was. Yeah, who who, yeah. Made, who was it that made the Wheaties cover that year? And, yeah. and you you're talking it through in your head, and then you hear the person talking through, and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, it was that person. Or I if think, you know it, and you're like, no, 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 you got it wrong. Yes, it's yes, like yes. it's like watching a horror movie and saying, don't go downstairs. What are you doing? That's not right. Yeah, that's, that's no, that's you're going the whole the completely wrong way. Yep. And then there's and then there's those Jeopardy moments on the show where you're like, oh. I know this, and they're talking to her, and you're like, what are you, an idiot? Like, I, I knew this, like, ten minutes ago. Like, <laughs> Is it, like, subject-based, or do you guys do, like, different questions so throughout the whole show? So it depends on the show, right? Uh, when Kyle okay. came on, it was specifically an all-movie show because Which, we were doing it with movie critics. I wish I had nice. Robert on the show for that. <laughs> <laughs> because there was, there was things where, like, Robert would have it right away, and Jonathan and I were like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but that's it, it's uh, it was challenging for you guys. I think with yeah. uh, with your opponents, they were uh, so the movie critics that they were going up against were saying things like, 
you know, I wouldn't know this, except I interviewed the guy after he made the movie, and I remember <laughs> that this. It's like, oh, my God, that's not fair. Yeah, I was like, oh, brother. Okay, here we go. It seemed like, it seemed like the guy we were going against, like, any opportunity to bring up his Emmy. I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> we, especially because we were losing, so I was like, ugh. <laughs> bring up me. the Emmy again. Your cinnamon broom comment. That was the f- it, one of the top five funniest moments we've had in a good 60 episodes. Yeah, I nice. kid you not. So the guy is like, let me show you my Emmy. Oh, and over here's my other Emmy. And Kyle points at his wall. He's like, yeah, I got a cinnamon broom on the wall over here that I got from Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for five months. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. That's pretty classy. Yeah. I don't know if you knew, yeah. Jonathan, but I was rooting hardcore for The Revenant to win Best Picture because Neil Rosen said that uh, Spotlight was going to win it. I was like, no, he can't be right. Oh, I don't even I don't even know who won the Best Picture. I don't. It was, it it was, was Spotlight. Spotlight. It was Spotlight. Oh, darn it. <laughs> no, you know, it's yeah. funny. It's funny. Um, I'm not good with pop culture. I don't pay much attention to it. Right? So, uh, Kyle, before you guys, before the tournament started, which is most of what you've heard, I think, yeah, um, the game is set up where we bring a host in in house here, and it's my best friend Chris versus myself, uh, and he's a pop culture kind of modern modern TV kind of stuff, and I'm more of a science, history, literature kind of old school teaching kind of stuff, and so we go head to head, and you never really know who's going to come out on top, but when we play together in a pub quiz against other teams, you know, we balance each other out really well. And so that's kind of a, a key to it is mm. that people can relate to him or people can relate to me, but together is when we're really good. So in the early days, you said it was mostly you and Chris mm-hmm. and a moderator, right? In the very early days, it was literally, I would write 10 questions and Chris would write 10 questions and we would, we would challenge each other head to head like that. So how has it sort of evolved into this guest-orientated thing where you've become the moderator? That's a temporary thing because of the tournament. Yeah. So for a good 30 or 40 episodes, it was it was uh, me versus diff- either him or me versus groups of people. Uh, but I wanted to do the listeners tournament because we had gotten such great engagement from our Facebook group. We have like 180 people over there now. And... The the engagement let me know that these people all want to play. What can I do to get people involved and let them play? And with March Madness coming up, um, this was a couple of months ago when I figured out what I wanted to do. March Madness was coming up. And I was like, hey, I could do a tournament and I could do hashtags March Madness on this thing. I could kind of play off of that. And so I set up a 16-person listener tournament. And that's we've been doing episodes on that for a good seven or eight shows now. Yeah, yeah, I, I I like that. But I mean, even before that, you you had like the the one Jonathan and I were on. That was that wasn't necessarily a tournament, was no, it? No, no, that wasn't a tournament. You're right. That you guys actually I did you on a my normal show comes out on a Monday. I released you guys on a Thursday. You were a special episode. Ah, you were you right. were a breakthrough. Because it was the Oscars, I believe. Exactly right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like that. I like that format, but I also like when you kind of go head to head with Chris. I've heard him before, and I, I like that. It's I, it, there, there's a good dynamic there where he doesn't know enough about one subject, like you said. You don't know enough about the other, so 
uh, the naturally you're kind of yelling at your headphones like, oh, come on, how do you not know this? Exactly. This is like the easiest thing. You know what's really hard is to have chemistry with people over the phone. You know, even with video, it's hard to have chemistry until you really talk to somebody and get to know them and you know whether or not you can pick on them a little bit, whether you can tease them, whether you can make jokes, are they smart enough to get the jokes? You really don't know any of that. So that's one place where the tournament, just because the the people were listeners, they were highly engaged, and that was awesome. But one thing that I find really good about the the basics of the show is that typically it's people who know each other really well. And so any little thing, you can dig in the needle. And you can you can go to town, and that I think that makes mm-hmm. it really good. I think you're right, absolutely. And I think what makes also what's making you a, a successful podcast is just your ability to network and get people on the show that number one want to be on the show, and number two that can kind of help to grow your show by way of just promoting you and and you know putting your name out there and retweeting you and what have you. I mean, that's how did you how did you get started with that? You know, I when I started, it was I started the show in February of uh, 2015, and I didn't know anything. I, I I was learning the audio part of it. I was learning the editing part of it. It was all from scratch. And I, the first thing around episode 12 or so, I went to New Media Expo in Las Vegas. Um, I was actually lucky enough to be able to get it paid get it paid for by my company. Wow. They they sent me out um, because I was focused on learning about new media and how it could benefit our company, whether it's blogging or podcasting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to sessions with that in mind. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, on the side over here, I'm also learning about stuff for my show. And there was page after page after page of great advice. And that was where anything that has to do with networking or marketing or, or any of that all came from other podcasters who were sharing their experiences, sharing their knowledge and saying, hey, look, one of the best ways to do to, to get people to check out your show is to cross promote, is to bring other mm-hmm. people on, is to get to know other people and share and make sure that you're you're very positive, you know. So that's all that was all learned behavior. It's definitely not natural. I'm an introvert naturally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, as an introvert, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be outgoing and do this. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. It's a little, I don't know. After a while, it's it's a little easier once there's a microphone in front of you and you you know you're recording and you know you're not necessarily in front of an audience, although people are gonna hear it. It's it's something where you're like, I think okay. you can get used to it. But yeah. you just get used to it the more you do it, I and agree it becomes a little you. bit easier to talk to people and talk over the microphones and stuff. You know, one thing I think that I'd like to do, um, you guys have, how many how many core guys do you guys think you have over at the Shark Dropper Studios? <laughs> well, and don't insult somebody. If you leave uh, somebody off, you're going to hurt their feelings. But I know, we're trying see, to be cool. Hold on, let's, uh, let's Joe. No, <laughs> Joe. Derek. These are, these are no such people. Yeah, there's no <laughs> such people. Right. Five, five, right? Yeah, about five, five yeah. Yeah, I would be very interested in if you guys were to pair up. Maybe it's three on two. Whoever you think is the stupidest one goes on on the team with somebody else. Uh, but having a three on two and letting you guys fight it out to see who oh, knows boy. the most stuff. That would be uh, amazing. I would totally do that. Yeah, 
I think I, you guys I, are going down. I'm we can, well, find, we can find like another. It's person. not movies. It's not just movies though. We I we know. go all the way around. Yeah. So there's plenty of pop culture, but there's also plenty of art and I science, be, literature. I was about I know to a talk lot about, about the Mona Lisa, but that's I was about, about to be it. like, I'm going to yeah. be Team Captain. I'm going to pick Robert and and Jonathan, but then I'm like, well, I'm going to leave John out and or Nick, and then oh man, that would be a like, tough match. But that's the thing is like everybody has like their own subjects that I know, whether it's sports, whether it's science, whether it's movies, whether it's music. Like everybody has like something, and some people are like a little bit wider range than others, but not as in depth. So it's like it's, it'd be interesting to see who we picked. For each team, try to like make it balanced somehow. I agree. You want it to be balanced. Yeah. Let's, let's go around the room, starting with Jonathan. I think Jonathan, you already said. What are, What are your strong suits? Uh, me personally, I would say that my strong suits are sports, um, history, presidents, and I, I guess that would be it. So. I'm I'm from the philosophy of I know a little bit about a whole lot of stuff, yeah. But I don't go very deep on anything except for probably sports and um, maybe history. Yeah, I think that that's that's the recipe to like a good trivia person. You know a whole lot about a bunch of things. You can't really get too deep, but there's you've got your categories. Yeah, that's you like, gotta be well rounded to know like a certain like for me like I'm not good at like sports stuff, but I know a lot about like I'd say like movies, music. Uh, any like video games and like books like that kind of stuff like a lot of like and even pop culture but not sports is not my strong suit cars are not my strong suit i don't know like Robert, i think your your musical strong suits are because you said music but i i would disagree yeah. i think you are really? you are suited in the 40s 50s 60s and 70s as and far 80s. as music and 80s and 80s but not yeah. 90s not Nine, 90s I, I, so he knows the Bengals, but he doesn't know nirvana that's what i'm hearing you that's, say that's true. Yeah, I think that's somewhat true. And then, uh, oh, I love Nirvana's "Even Flow." That's my favorite song. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh yeah, John. What about you? Okay, I think first thing that comes to mind is sports, with the exception of hockey. I think I do pretty well in sports, pop culture, TV, also movies. I'd feel pretty strong in. Yeah, I mean, you host a movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so you sound a lot like right. my boy Chris. You've you've got if it's modern, if it's something happening in the entertainment world, that's kind of where you're you're at. Well, yeah, because yeah. that's me. I'm all. I think all me over and the John end. would have to be on separate teams. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, John I, knows a lot about movies, and I know a lot about movies. Those are both two strong cards that need to be separated. So, right, Kyle, why did you have you and Jonathan on if they're the <laughs> ones who know the movies? <laughs> Man, I, I wish one of those guys was on with us because we would we would have at least swept a few categories. But like, uh, honestly, both I, Jonathan I mean, and I on that podcast admitted we never saw The Godfather. I was just thinking, <laughs> how, that. Have you, Whoa. how have neither of you seen The Godfather? I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, even I've seen The Godfather, and I'm not a movie guy at all i don't know man i could get like, by on movies but just it's at a certain point like when you when you start asking about the the catchphrase for mulan I, like the first thing i thought was mulan and then i'm like ah, i can't be mulan it's gotta be something else oh why that was uh, that was one of my it's favorite like, uh, questions from that show by the way i know it was a great question <laughs> I, I don't even think i know that one the catchphrase from mulan. no so the way the question worked is okay. i gave the catchphrase and you had to figure oh, out okay. what movie it came from, what Disney animated movie it came from. Oh, uh, okay. And the catchphrase is written like a like a Chinese proverb. 
Yeah, so, something about power uh, and strength through something. So you can no. kind of, the person who got it right figured it out that way. They were like, come, this sounds a lot like a Chinese proverb. It's got to be Mulan. And that's exactly what it was. That's, that's what made it a fun clue. Process yeah. of elimination. What that's did you, you guys it. say? You guys said Cinderella. I think we said Cinderella, yeah. <laughs> I love the Chinese proverbs in Cinderella. Very ancient. Yeah. yeah. Or no, I think we said Beauty and the Beast because it was it had something to do with oh, I forget what it was. Transformation and power and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, like, I don't know if I would have got that one either. Like I'd have to I mean, who knows? But yeah. you you definitely could have got the one where, you know, what what which three Movies does Robert De Niro have in common, or you know, which three movies star Robert De Niro? I think what no, is which what it was. six have Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci in them together? Oh yeah, six movies that star Al Pacino and Joe Pesci. No, no, Robert De Niro and Joe. Pesci. Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro and Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys? What What would you guys answer to that if you had to put those six movies? Goodfellas. Up? That's one. Um. Uh. Uh. What's the other one? The um. Uh, hold on a sec. Not mean I to... Hold on, no. Let me think. Really so well right right I'm not looking it up. Okay. Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. You said uh, that already. Joe Pesci's so hard. Well, say that again. Yeah, <laughs> he's so hard. Yeah. I didn't know you knew him at a personal level. Like yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I turned him on. Uh, Home Alone. No. Home Alone Two. No. No, Robert De Niro's not in those. Kyle, it's oh, looking really? like you had the right two people there, my man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Joe Pesci. I get, we we at least got two. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm thinking. I don't really. Oh, Casino. Yes, that's Casino. Fine. James Woods. Yeah, James Woods, Sharon Stone. Uh, now I'm. Now I'm. You're almost going to force me to go like pull up the questions so I can actually see the answers. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let me. Let Joe me Pesci. That. The only other Joe Pesci. He's not in Gone Fishing. That's Danny Glover. <laughs> that was like give, one of the last up? ones. Huh? I want to get one more. I'm trying to think of like Scorsese there's a, stuff. There's a very obvious one, and then there's there's a couple that I've never heard of before. Pesci, um, not get shorty, not see the Pesci one was, was, was the uh, Pesci's was, hard because I don't really know a lot of Pesci. All right, yeah. I, I have the list in front of me now. But I, I mean, think start with Robert De Niro and work backwards is how we basically we approached it. So I mean, we got there was two obvious ones that you can get, and then the rest were just. <laughs> I just keep thinking like gangster films, and it's probably not all gangsters. No. Mm-hmm. Comedy. Robert De Niro. I'm trying to think. I mean, and it's not Godfather. And now you know why I edit like I do, Kyle. Right? That's true. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Like a, lot of, a lot of thinking. It's a lot of thinking. We're going to have a lot of dead air on this one. All right. Starting with. So you got what? Robert. Name, so what, what movie? Just I'll give two. you some hints. Okay. Uh, Jake LaMotta is the main character in what movie? Oh, yeah, that's easy. Raging Bull. Raging Bull is the first one. See, those yeah. are the two we got. Yeah, so Raging you said Bull Goodfellas. You got uh, Raging Bull. You already said Casino. That's three. Right. Uh, there's one more that you probably should know. Uh, this one has one of the one of the boroughs from New York in the title. Uh, oh, yeah, what was this one? Uh... It's not Once Upon a Time in America, is it? That is one of them. That's right, not that's one, one of the boroughs, but good job on right, that. That's Sergio Leone. <laughs> yeah. So then that's, let me think what else. Where uh, where do the Yankees play? The Bronx. So what's the no. name of the movie? Oh, Robert. <laughs> what's the name of the movie? Wow. What is it? Rumble, it's not Rumble in the Bronx, is it? <laughs> no. Jackie Chan. <laughs> 
What did close? What do, what do yeah. dogs have? That... <laughs> yeah. What do dogs have? Now I'm just getting more confused. Bronx Tale. Bronx. Oh, and the last shit. one was a very recent one called The Good Shepherd. Oh, Good Shepherd, yeah. So they needed Damn. to name, um, the, well, no, they got, what was it, three points for yeah. each one you could name and two points at bonus if you got them all right. That's the way that question worked. Oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah, so maybe I it would have like, been that great, like Robert. Kind of Not, I don't like Pesci. Well, hold on, though, hold on. Let's see how they would have done do it. Let's, so yeah, do another what, one. What character in the Godfather trilogy was killed at a toll plaza? Uh, Sonny. There you go. See, you would have uh, got that one right. Sonny Corleone. That was uh, James Caan. What was the name of the George Lucas of George Lucas's directorial debut? THX one one three eight. Look at they didn't even think wow, about that. Look right at that. away. <laughs> Both Johnny, teams what was got the it second wrong. Movie? Both teams got it wrong. They said THX one one three. No, he said one thirty eight. One thirty eight. That's oh, right. One thirty eight. No, yeah. it's eleven thirty eight. Uh, yeah. What else did you guys struggle with? Oh, what about the one? What about the? Um, oh, there's another twofer in there. That was uh, confusing. A twofer mm. that was confusing. A twofer. I don't know. That oh, means. you mean the, mo- yeah. the movie villains and... and Yes. Yeah, tr- ask him that one. Ask All right. One. So on AFI's top 100 movie villains list, you will find an animated character and an artificial intelligence in the top 15. Hal from 2001 and the evil witch from Snow White. God damn it. So they wow. didn't get either one right. Damn it. <laughs> she's not a witch. She's oh, no. a queen. Okay, evil queen. Oh, the My queen bad. from okay. Snow White and Hal okay. 9000. What did I say? You said Hal. You said Hal. Hal. I just said Hal. You yeah. gotta give the whole name. I didn't know that. I would have given the whole name. I didn't know. I was just going quick. Wait, I was is close, it, is it Jeopardy sure. rules where if he said 9,000, you would have given it to him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> okay. I was still close. Yeah, I'll give you one more. This is a horror right. one. Oh, good. The Japanese horror film Ju-On was remade in 2004. The Grudge. Wow. I didn't even have to name the the question. (laughs) Come on. The question finished with uh, remade in 2004 as what American movie starring Sarah Michelle Gellar? Well, I know why I think it's it's The Grudge. (laughs) Robert. Oh, wait. No, Robert doesn't love Sarah Michelle Gellar. What did you guys say? You said like walking in the park or something? Oh, walking walking in the park. I oh, knew I it was the movie. grudge. I like. I could picture it. I knew that. I I could see the, like the little creepy kid's face and everything. Yeah, you said like alone in the dark or something. Yeah, like that. I said alone something in the dark. Because I, I just could. I I was like I blanked on it. I couldn't think of it. Alone in the Dark was a completely different movie. Yeah, that was a completely <laughs> different bad movie, <laughs> which we reviewed for one of our podcasts. Yeah, we did. Oh, that was yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah, I like like that movie trivia stuff. Yeah, that's that's a sense of the show. You know, that's kind of the way the show goes. You, we do we do. Six Wait. rounds of three questions each with a middle and a final, and whoever scores the most at the end wins the game. Hello, everyone. It is 6 o'clock Friday morning, so you know what that means. Time for Kyle to record the Loot Crate commercial. Uh, I actually got my Loot Crate this week. I'm going to check it out this weekend because uh, I had it delivered to my mom's house like any, like any good person who doesn't have a trusty neighborhood should do. Uh, I don't want a package sitting outside downtown St. Pete forever, so uh, I think I'm just going to have that delivered to the mom's house. Check that out later. So my Loot Crate is here, and I'm going to check that that shit out. So in May, they're, they're spotlighting characters of great power, so like dudes from Dragon Ball Z, Warcraft, uh, Marvel, and the Avengers, because, huh, I wonder why. Maybe there's a huge fucking Marvel movie coming out pretty soon. 
Uh, but they're they're celebrating pop culture's unstoppable, unrelenting, and unbeatable characters and objects. Uh, so what is Loot Crate? Uh, Loot Crate's a monthly subscription box service, um, and for less than twenty bucks a month, you can get eight eight to six items, six to eight items if you're uh, not me. Uh, that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items. Uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. They have books. Uh, I know Ready Player One was included in, in uh, a Loot Crate I saw, which was like a great book uh, that's going to be made into a movie. Uh, you got a lot of those little bobbly head things that I see everywhere that I'm, you know, that I'm not too interested in. But still, the, you might be out there and you might love those little bobbleheads. So uh, you put them on your desk and say, look, I got this from... Kyle talking to more of the bay. Uh, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to order that month's uh, box, and after that, that is it. It's over. So make sure you head on over to lootcrate.com slash shark and enter the promo code shark. You can save yourself $3 on your new subscription. Again, that's lootcrate.com slash shark. Uh, promo code shark. Lootcrate.com slash shark. Promo code shark. We're in the nice. middle of a podcast right now, but how the hell did the Rays just beat the Indians? Did that happen? Five to one. What? Holy shit. Yeah. Hell yes. Oh, nice. So Let I'm a see. big Rays fan, guys. I don't live in Tampa, but I'm a big Rays fan. And I am disappointed in the offense right now. This yeah, how a- is it still bad? Exactly. I just don't get it. It's just always bad. You know what's awesome, <laughs> It's been though? bad for years. What's been awesome is bringing in... Uh, Logan Morrison, so he could hit better than James Loney, right? Oh, God. Yeah, he's doing oh, awesome. Brother. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I've gone back and forth with so many baseball purists on this, and I'm like, well, you can't have that sort of slugging percentage from your first baseman, a la, you know, James Loney. And I'm like, hey, it's a, he's, he's, look at his average. Hit a single with a man a- on base, you still get an RBI. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I God. liked James Loney a lot, and he was pretty good on first base, too. Like, he, what was it? He was injured last year. He only played well, – he still played over 100 games, though. Yeah, but he, he was injured, too, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, so I don't I just, get it. I'm glad they, they should not have gotten rid of him. I, I was told that I'm not smart enough to get it. I'm not a, I'm not a baseball – you know, I'm not a baseball guy. Who so said I, I that? Comment. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of jerk-offs in New York that, <laughs> <laughs> that have, have since blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> well, they were in New York, so let's yeah. – Yeah, so that makes sense. Let's do our Logan best to Forsyth offend everybody in New York. And Long- well, it says Forsyth and Longoria both homered with a person oh, nice. on base. Yes. We got to the, they got to the bullpen, uh, what must have happened, because Kluber was killing yeah, us. Yeah, they did. He was killing us. Oh. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Of... Yeah. I'm going Anyways. tomorrow night. Yeah. Wait. Oh, are you? Oh, I hey, might be going so... to game one of the Lightning playoffs. Oh, cool. oh, that's right. In the first yeah. week of the season, I don't know if you guys noticed, but watching on TV, they were doing like a sign-up for our contest thing, and even if you didn't win, like the next day you'd get a phone call. And they'd say, hey, sorry you didn't win, but we're offering you two free tickets to any Monday through Thursday uh, home game in the month of April if you want. Wow. So it's like, holy crap, are you serious? That's amazing. I'm busy. I can't get down to Tampa uh, for a weekday game in April, but I thought that was good marketing because, I mean, it's bringing people in and they get to experience the improved stadium so I know, I know it's a lot better than it was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, when's the last time you were in there? Uh, I didn't make it last year, so it was a year before. I haven't been to the deck yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all right. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing special, but it's like at least you can walk all the way around now. You know what it is? It's 72 degrees inside yes. when it's 100 yes. degrees and deadly outside. That's why I think you have to have a dome stadium here. Like You just in have Florida? to in Florida. Yeah. 
I'm oh, with you, man. It's, it's way too hot. It's all these baseball purists that want to just harp on the fact that it's not played outdoors, and that's not how baseball is played. But I've never sat in the trop and have been wanting for anything that's right. at all. I'm right yeah, there I get you. I get the catwalks from offense. Well, yeah, I <laughs> except for offense. <laughs> except for yeah. a better team. <laughs> yeah, just a better team would make it better. Oh man, bring Madden back, please. I don't think I'm asking for much here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just remember going to the Kansas City Royals stadium and like sitting out there in the sun, and everybody who had a ticket that was sitting in the sun ended up moving back to the shade. Like, everybody moved under the shade. Mm. And I'm just thinking, like, this is the stuff that they want in Florida when it's not even that hot here. Can you imagine in Florida? Like, people, it's just, you'd just be sweating the whole time. It's have, like, an open stadium in the middle of swampland. Yeah, during the summer. Yeah. Well, you'd also have, you'd have rainouts at least twice a week. Yeah. Because it rains in the afternoon every day. Yeah. Yeah, so. rain's been known to happen here in Florida. A few times. <laughs> a few times a year it does rain here Every now in Florida. Now. Yeah. Every now and then. I don't know. I, I just I don't see it. I mean, it's fine if you want to build a retractable roof or something, but you need to you need something. Yeah. yeah. So I, not not that this I meant for this to morph into a sports podcast, but Jonathan, <laughs> how did I mean, are you from here originally? How did you become a fan of the Rays? Uh so I'm not from Tampa. I I was a it's a kind of a weird story. I was a big my favorite my favorite baseball player growing up was Will Clark, San Francisco Giant, Texas Ranger, Baltimore Oriole, and I followed him his entire career. Actually, ended ended in St. Louis, and when he retired, it was like 1999 or 2000, and I was I thought to myself, holy crap, what do I do? I've rooted for the team this guy's been playing on my entire life. I need to find a team. And so I, I created some criteria for what team I was going to start following, right? And so I didn't want it to be a good team. I didn't want it to be <laughs> a team that was already winning because I didn't want to be a bandwagon, like jumping on the bandwagon kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to go see a game or two and, and have it be close enough where I didn't feel like it was a pain. So that kind of narrowed it down to the southeast. I live in Jacksonville. And so it was either going to be Atlanta, Miami, or Tampa. And the one thing that I think the thing that threw me over the edge with Tampa was my father had um, gone to a game and um, he had come back and he, it was back in the hit show days. And he, oh, yeah. he mm. had come back. He's like, you know, Fred McGriff, Jose Canseco, I can I can see that being a fun team to follow. And a year later, when I was coming up with what team I was going to follow, that that statement kind of stuck with me. And it, the the minor leagues were stocked. Like every year, you thought this is the breakthrough year, man. Yeah. This is the breakthrough. They got Josh Hamilton down there. They got Paul Wilder down there. They got freaking what? Delman Rick, Young and I know, uh, oh my God, Rocco Baldelli and Rocco Carl Baldelli. Crawford. And yep. This is going to be amazing when it all happens. Jason Standridge and. Oh, God. Even Reed Brignac back in the day, they I thought know. he was going to be a premier guy. Oh, it was oh, so his swing was the worst. <laughs> he, he always just swung, like, up. It's just like the ball would always just go straight up. No, yeah, he started a high, hit low, and went up. It was, it yeah, was a yeah. giant arc. But that's how I, I – so I, when I committed to being a fan, I started watching the games and started learning the team. And after three years of suffering – by default, I wasn't there in the very beginning, but I had paid my dues by like 2004, 
and was ready for a winner. And it took another freaking four years and a miracle after that just to to change it around, man. So yeah, once well, you've I'd... followed somebody for that long and they've been bad, and then they finally get their heads out of their rear ends, uh, it, it's amazing. You you've got something on all of us, I think, because you can probably guess when all of us became fans. I'm gonna guess 2008 ish. I think you're you're about <laughs> right there. Actually, me was even a little bit later. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was proud of them, but I still wasn't like into baseball that much then. I am a ba- I'm a bandwagon race fan, but I think at this point I'm a now I'm a I've been a season ticket holder for about four years. And, Good for you though. You know, I don't plan on supporting any other team and i'm in love with baseball so through thick and thin at this point now it's yeah. you know this is it but so did you go to games in 2008 or was it kind of after they oh, went definitely. to the world series no 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 i definitely i started going to games in 08 i, I was yeah. i think what where where i fell in love love was uh the series against the cubs and i think it was game two or game three where Carl Crawford hit a grand slam against the Cubs and just like to, to blow them out. And I'm like, Oh God, I love this team. Like, <laughs> I just love it. And I went to, a, I went to a lot of games that year, but I never got to, I went to the, the first playoff game against the white Sox where Evan Longoria homered twice. Yes. And, and that was the last game I ever went to uh, for that, that year. I was down there in the ALCS for game one and two against Boston. So I was there. My favorite baseball game I've ever been to was game two. Josh Beckett started that game for the Red Sox, and I was sitting next to some Red Sox fans, and I was talking smack about Beckett the whole game long. And I remember it was getting down to the, like, 11th or 12th inning, and the guys next to me were like, they were funny guys. They were were pretty cool about it. They were like, as long as we don't bring Timlin in, we'll be okay. And then Timlin comes in in the twelfth inning and loses the game for oh, it was amazing. No, that that was on the. I'm sorry, I, I I know now we're getting real deep, but like that was on the sack fly. For, yes. Yeah. Fernando Perez tagged Fernando up Perez. from third. Yeah. Oh, that was an incredible. That that was such an experience to beat the Red Sox in an ALCS game, and you're there and you've been struggling for ten years watching this team. That was so amazing. Still, one of my most surreal sports moments comes that year when, in Game Seven, when David Price closed it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually at the Bucks game uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, and we had just blown out the Seahawks, and they uh, put the game on the the jumbotron, so everybody in the stadium pretty much stayed and watched the Rays clinch a World Series in Raymond James Stadium. It was just like kind of the most surreal sports moment that I've ever experience that is fantastic i bet you guys are so so akinora grabs the ball at second and touches the base i bet that stadium went yeah. crazy you hear the wave like coming up to you like wow like oh man that's amazing <laughs> and then everybody's you know everybody's dressed in bucks gear and they're supporting their oh it's just oh god it gives me chills thinking about it. <laughs> gives me chills those are good times so didn't mean for this to slip so far. <laughs> so, no, these like guys are like, podcast. yeah, we said we're not sports fans, dudes. What are y'all talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought we could try to play a game this podcast that we haven't played in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Since you you're usually the host or you're usually the the master of ceremonies, I think maybe we can turn the tables on you a little bit and and kind of show you what our version of a game is. <laughs> okay. I, so, so we call this game Guess the Plot. And basically what we're going to do is we're all going to agree up upon a movie 
that none of us have ever seen before, uh, and based only on the 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 cover art, like the, the poster. cover art, and based on the the actresses or the actors that we see on the cover art, uh, we we're going to guess the plot of this movie. Now the the points don't matter. Nobody's nobody's a winner or a loser. Um, There's no it, point. I mean, we just basically work together and kind of assume, like, try to guess what the movie would be about. Oh, so I, I totally understand. I suggested I suggested this on Monday to everybody in our little group chat. But has has anybody has everybody seen or has anybody seen Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Sarah Jessica Parker? No. Good God, no. Girls just want to have fun. Let's look it up. So it Girls. stars Sarah Jessica Parker, Helen Hunt, and Shannon Doherty. I've seen the music video by Cindy Lauper. Starring this Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all they really want, according to the tagline. It's 1985. When did the Cindy Lauper song come out? I'm not sure. Oh, it was the Probably. 80, 83, 84. So yeah, we'll, so this is based on that song. <laughs> so we'll, we'll play on the wow. honor system now, since since Jonathan and I are both Skyping in. So, Jonathan, if you want to look up the poster and kind of just promise you won't look at any synopsis or anything. So I see uh, two posters for it here. I'm looking at the pink one, where it's where it's them kind of with their hands on their uh, head. Let's see. Is there okay, another yeah. one? Yeah, I see a bunch like, of movie posters. I see one with the words in orange. I see one where the words are pink and blue. Well, maybe we can do that, too. I'm looking huh? at the one that's, it's yeah, like you said, Kyle, it's pink with yellow lettering. says, girls just want to have fun, and they're all kind of holding their head like that one uh, mermaid movie. You know what's really weird about this poster? Maybe I'm starting a little bit too early, but, like, okay, so they're all kind of laying forward with their heads in their hands. Oh, that's the one you're looking at. Okay. It's... It looks like their heads have been photoshopped. Yeah, it does. It doesn't look like their heads <laughs> are no- so normal. It looks like like uh, they're holding the heads, <laughs> like the, the decapitated <laughs> heads of Helen Hunt and Sarah and Jessica Parker and a third girl. <laughs> Shannon Doherty? That's Shannon Doherty? Yeah, it's it's very creepy looking, actually. Wow, yeah, what Shannon Doherty from looks super poster? young there. Yeah, well, she does. I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you at least the year is 1985. Right, so 1985. So we'll go with only, we'll go with only that. It's 1985. Shannon Doherty, Helen Hunt, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. So, All right. well, Shannon Doherty looks really young, and she looks kind of troubled in the poster. Oh shit! That, that, was, that, me. that was me. I, yeah, I clicked the button, and damned if the movie didn't start. <laughs> You're just gonna play the trailer. <laughs> I'm trying. To, okay, well, Helen Hunt. This poster is so hard. So <laughs> she's uh, okay. obviously Sarah Jessica Parker is a ringleader here, right? This she's is a teen middle. teen coming of age movie. I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously from the poster, right? And Sarah Jessica Parker plays a. Oh gosh, what do I want? I don't know. She wants to. Do you think she works at like a restaurant? <laughs> oh yeah, she definitely works. No, she works at like an ice cream shop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. She's going to be working at an ice cream shop. Shannon Doherty is the uh, girl who uh, shops at the ice cream shop. <laughs> or, no, no ice cream shop slash pizza place, something like that. In the like mall. Something, in the something, mall. Yeah, there's, there's, they're, they're in the mall. They're in the mall. You don't think there's a mall? I don't I see a mall. I don't see a mall. You don't see a mall? No. Oh, they, they definitely go to a mall. Oh, they go to a mall for sure. Okay. Well, let's, let's get the easy part out of the way. On. This these, is definitely a comedy. Right? These are it's, girls it's gotta be dreaming about boys right here. This is. It is. Th- Oh my God! You're right. They're holding their heads 
<laughs> yeah. Like it just literally look like heads. decapitated heads. You're 100 percent right, and their feet are coming out of the back of their skulls like like bunny ears. <laughs> I want to yeah. look up. There's like a poster. You guys can keep talking, but there's I forget what that mermaid movie was. That it looks like the exact same. So uh, it wasn't the Little Mermaid, was it? <laughs> no. Yeah. So Sarah what Jessica is that Parker. movie? <laughs> Splash. Not Splash. It's the one Aqua Aqua something Aqua. Aqua Marine. Aqua. Aqua Mermaid movie. I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna. I know I'm going off of. Here it is, Aquamarine. It's like the same exact thing. Wait, are you serious? Well, yeah, look up Aquamarine. All right, I'm looking up. It's like the same exact. There, two of them are holding their heads, and they have the, all their feet sticking out, except for the one lady. She has a fin because she's a mermaid. Uh, obviously. And it's got Emma Roberts, Sarah Paxton, and JoJo. <laughs> Ooh, Sarah Paxton is an Aquamarine. Helen Hunt is in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Bill you know Paxton was in Twister with Helen Hunt. With Helen Hunt. Us. And Kevin Bacon's in Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> so yeah, Shannon right, Darty here. She looks like like she's kind of the one left out. You know, I think so she saying, is left I'm out. I'm saying she's the one who is uh, who who wants to be cool like the other girls, but she can never be cool like them. And so she's kind of staring off wistfully. So, so she's you, the loser of the group. Yes. Would you say that she's kind of like the Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls gr- kind of girl? She's like the outsider who's new to the group. No, I think like if you were going to take like Mean Girls, you got Sarah Jessica Parker is Rachel McAdams, and then you have like Shannon Doherty is maybe like Amanda Seyfried. Like she's oh. kind of like the dumb kind of just like outsider one. Okay, so I don't want to judge you guys. Yeah, but you know an awful lot about Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know way too much. Is there something wrong? Yeah. (laughs) What's the problem? Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm just gonna take a. I'm gonna just gonna take a shot on the plot here. So, Sarah Jessica Parker, she's working at a at a pizza shop, and oh man, where do you even start with this? It's hard. Like this poster makes it. Wait, how did how did we arrive at pizza shop in the first place? It just feels that feels right. I'm gonna say mall. I'm gonna say she's working in a mall. That's just me. Okay. So we'll all pick a place that we think she's working at. But I, mean, I think she works at no, an auto parts factory. She works, on the, uh, totally she works on the line. I think this is totally She's on the line. Based. Yeah, she's on the line. She's uh, trying to work her way up to the quality control. So Makes sense. Makes I just sense. Can't, even, I can't even discern any kind of plot from I think I think it's more of a Laverne and Shirley kind of thing. But They're just on a that? Coke bottle line, but and what, that's what, what she does. What does that leave uh, Shannon Doherty, though? Right? She's like... Laverne's younger sister that doesn't work there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's not on the Coke line. Okay, all right, I've got it. So just like the song, Sarah Jessica Parker's just trying to escape her her mean father with her two friends, Helen Hunt and Shannon Doherty. I mean, her, you know, the father won't let her do what she wants. You know, oh, daddy, what's this, how's the song go? You know, I'm the... Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. In the middle of the night, my mother says, what you going to do with with your your life? life? Oh, daddy, dear, you know you're still number one. I know some of the lyrics. Okay, I got it. Did you just pull up the lyrics? Sarah Jessica Parker, (laughs) she's working in a a pizza shop. She's about to graduate high school. She has no idea what she's going to do with her life. And all she she does is just hang out with Helen Hunt and Shannon Doherty the entire time, much to the chagrin of her parents, who 
who constantly scold her and tell her to, to, to live her life right, get a real job, go to college, do what you want to do. But you know what? Girls just want to have fun, guys. Okay. I think and I'll agree to that. Close, but get rid of the pizza shop. And make it more of like a can't hardly wait movie where the whole emphasis of the movie is some party at the end. Okay. Ooh, that's okay. A, that's a good one. See, I'm going fast times at Ridgemont High. Like they, they work at like a mall or like a fast food joint or something like that. It's just about their lives. They all kind of have like their thing. They're trying to get together. But it's also a little bit of the graduate kind of how Kyle said where she wants to just have fun. It's right maybe like after high school or even like during the later years of high school. They're just She just wants to do her own thing. But her parents, like you said, are just like you need to concentrate. You're going to have to concentrate on school. You're going to have to go to college. She's like, but daddy, I just want to have fun. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that kind of thing. It's just a coming-of-age tale, and okay. these are her friends. No, so I, I definitely agree it's a coming-of-age tale. I just want to bring it back to the poster real quick. Like, uh, <laughs> I, So we've established the fact that it's a really bad Photoshop job. Oh right. But I just want to point out the, uh, the forearms of Helen Hunt, quote-unquote Helen Hunt here. Yeah. It's just her forearms are huge. Yeah. Like, she's got the, <laughs> she's got the forearms of, like, a 35-year-old lumberjack. <laughs> like, it yeah. just it just doesn't match her. Wait, Helen okay. Hunt, you said? Yeah, look at yeah, Helen, Harms, Hel- Helen Hunt's. Okay, yeah. so Helen Hunt's a lumberjack. She's a lumberjack. Sarah Jessica Parker's, uh, she Ice works in parlor. auto parts factory. And right. Sharon Doherty, it's like literally, they're twigs. Yeah. yeah. She, she, Which Sharon is for definitely the younger sister. She's just super jealous this whole movie. You're going to hate her. Yeah, she, I think she's, she's jealous be, of Helen Hunt. She's form. a sister. She's a sister of one of them, or something. Yes. She's or like she's just kind of like the group. She wants to be a little more of the group, or something like that. Like she gets picked on, or something. There's something about her okay. that she's just not. I, like I want to think there's a movie like Helen Hunt is holding like one of those like those grip trainer things that you squeeze a shake weight. Yeah. <laughs> she's holding a shake she's weight. Just like building time. her forearms the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any guesses on, like, a love interest? Because there's got to be a love interest, right? Oh, yeah. For Sarah Jessica Parker, definitely. Yeah. Ooh, you think the girls have the crush, like, a, a crush on the same guy? Like, uh, it could be, like, a triangle thing going on here? I think, there, yeah, there's always something like that. Or, like, there's yeah. something that's going to get in the way of their love. What would get in the way of Sarah Jessica Parker's love? Do I choose love. between the they boy all wanna, or they, the friendship? They're all kind of upset that they're not Molly Ringwald. I just realized this is, yeah. you said this is 1985. Yeah. Yep. This is Molly Ringwald envy. That's all yeah. I'm looking at here. So who's the guy from the Molly Ringwald movies? Oh, John Hirsch. Uh, no. Michael no, no, Hall. no. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Anthony Michael Hall. Hall. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 not him. The dude with the brown hair. I don't know uh, anybody's You mean name. from 16 Candles? Yes. Susan Kendall's was a letdown because she didn't. She went with the popular guy who never gave her. That's any the guy I'm looking man. for. He's the love he felt interest. Really strongly in this. about that. Yeah, it kind of bugs me. <laughs> I think Sixteen Candles gives the wrong impression to like young girls. It's go after the popular guy even when he doesn't notice you and stuff, and eventually you'll get him. You that's not Robert, how it is. You can tell Robert feels really strong. That's about not. This. That's he's not how life he's is. He's wagging his finger at <laughs> me. No, but this is like that I'm, is how life is though. Ducky's never no. going to get the girl. If you're a loser, you're not going to get the popular person. It's just not going to happen. Just deal with your loserish and loserness, loserness, yeah. and just go with somebody who's a little bit more your speed. <laughs> Who are you talking to here? I don't know. I feel very. This, this is bringing back high school memories. Yeah, you, <laughs> you were very much on the soapbox next right week. Is this, is this hitting too Robert. close to a nerve? <laughs> I may or may not cry within the next thirty seconds. Okay. Okay. No, so Sarah anyways. Jessica Parker, I think. Is your main character who has a main love interest? Perhaps Shannon Doherty or Helen Hunt are sort of the interlopers in that relationship. 
maybe. You think they like don't want her to like this guy and they want to have fun, or she's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. The guy is preventing her from having fun with the with Helen Hunt and Shannon Doherty because oh. she's changing her whole life around. Well, how is the guy preventing her from having fun? Is it like an abusive He's keeping her in a box. <laughs> He's bad, like kind of bad. boxing Elena. Oh. Just kind of, you're wow. in this box. It just becomes room. <laughs> That's a... Uh, man, that got pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, it did. Wow. Hey. I would never expected that just by looking at the poster. I love the tagline. That's all they really want. To be free? Yeah. Not well, to be in a box. Fun. I want to get yeah, out not of to be in a box. box. <laughs> that should be the tagline to room. <laughs> well, they're going to put out a sequel called Box. It's just a much smaller version of the movie. Yeah. Room 2 colon box. <laughs> God. Uh, here's an obvious question. Is the song going to be in the movie? I think so. Absolutely. I think so. think so? Yeah. So we'll, we'll determine that by looking up the soundtrack. And then oh, yeah. Any, is there any last plot points that we want to, like, is there any, any sort of... Uh, Wait, you're going to look up the soundtrack? Name one other song that you think is on the soundtrack besides Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I mean, it was the 80s. No, back right. in the I 80s, they didn't, didn't do, they didn't, I, I don't, I don't even think there's a real soundtrack. What's that soundtrack song, uh, you think, <laughs> you yeah, about Madonna? Movie. Madonna. Is that, is that Madonna? Yeah, that would be yeah, its, it's own Madonna. movie if they did a Madonna song. She's not going to be in a soundtrack with Cindy Ah, Hyper. you're right. I think. Tiffany. Yeah. I think we're alone now. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would probably be on there because that's when she's like kind of like upset that her and her boyfriend aren't working out. Who was yeah. it? Debbie Gibson. Oh, yeah. Was it, was yeah. It, who did like True? What was about, it True Blue or something like that? What about Time After Time? Time After Time is a good one. What would you say, John? True Blue. The true Blue is that Debbie Gibson? Let me see. There's somebody, some blue, somebody blue. True Blue. True somebody. Blood is Anna Paquin. Yeah, and blue. That's uh, all I know. True Colors is Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Papa Don't Preach? No. Ooh. Oh, True Blue is a Madonna song. Oh, or a Madonna album. Or was it a song? I'm going to look up this soundtrack. Girls Just Want to no, Have no, Fun. No, no, no. Don't look it up yet. I wouldn't be shocked. We got to wait. We got to wait. I wouldn't be shocked if there's literally no other song on there that is relevant at all. Yeah, neither would it, I. Like, it's, it's just all it's, instrumental? Yeah. Possibly. Kind of well, it just turns out to be like Hans Zimmer. <laughs> like it's just all his stuff. <laughs> it was his eighties. It was an period. early yeah, yeah, it was an earlier Hans Zimmer what's, yeah. soundtrack. What's funny is when you said Hans Zimmer, I got a visual of Hans Gruber. And I'm sitting here oh, looking man. at Alan Rickman falling off a building. <laughs> <laughs> now before before we before we look up the plot or the plot, this is obviously something that you can't tell from the plot, but I just wanna just let's take some wild guesses on the kind of beats that the movie hits. So there's there's obviously a mall shopping scene, right? There's yes. definitely a mall. It's the it's so the eighties. This is gonna be like a shopping montage. There's like an ear piercing scene in this. Ooh, there's Ooh. definitely a montage too. Definitely a montage. I, just, I, just I know that's why I was agreeing with you. Okay. There's definitely a montage. Right. Okay, is there a kiss in the rain, perhaps? Uh, and no. 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 I think there's there's gotta be a kiss though. Maybe it's at prom. It's there's just a kiss at prom. Definitely a guy like turning one of them down. And yeah. after he turns them down, then they go off and have wild adventures and make him jealous kind of thing. Shannon Doherty dies. Oh, my no, I'm God. Kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. It's a bridge to Terabithia over here. <laughs> <laughs> By way of Xenomorph. Just <laughs> yeah. This is Aliens Part 2. Um, I'm trying to think anything else. Like, There's got to be. There's a slumber party. Oh, okay. This feels yeah, like a slumber party. Yeah. So are we saying, so high school age, right? Definitely. 
All right. Yeah. Look, I, I wouldn't doubt Shannon Doherty looks like she's 14 here. I'm going to say there's a prom. I'm going to say there's a prom in this movie. I'm, I'm going to bring up... Or a homecoming. He's I'm going to bring good. up the IMDb... Let's see. Do you want to go to the plot? Let's go plot summary. Let's see which one's... Yeah, you look short. up that. I'm going to look up the soundtrack real quick. Oh, this is, this right. is really short. All right, here's the soundtrack. <laughs> Let's see if there's... Any, any attention to it. <laughs> it's a plot? <laughs> or plot yeah. synopsis. I want to go plot synopsis. All right, the <laughs> girls just want to have fun is not even the Cindy Lauper edition. What? It's De- Deborah Golly. Oh, Lord. Never heard of her. Okay. Dancing in the Street by Animotion. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I Can Fly by Rainy. Don't know that one. Nothing Nothing really. Uh, Wake Up the Neighborhood by Holland. I don't know any of these. Good one. Too Cruel by Amy Hart. I, I think I might know that one. That's it. Okay, a so I'm get, this, is, there's a, this is quite a lengthy plot, and I'm going by the Wikipedia description of it. Okay. Right. So I'm going to try to fly through this as best as I can. I found a short one for you if you want. Where's that at? It was written by some goober on IMDb. It's some yeah, goober named Murray Chapman. Okay, go ahead and read that. All right, it says, Janie is new in town and soon meets Lynn, who shares her passion for dancing in general and dance TV in particular. When a competition is announced to find a new <laughs> dance TV regular couple, Janie and Lynn are determined to audition. The only problem is that Janie's father doesn't approve of that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like well, Footloose. We said it was the boyfriend, though, right? Yeah. No, yeah. but Kyle said dad. I oh, said, said dad, too. Yeah. 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 All right. yeah. Okay, so it's a dance kind of thing. I didn't so get you, that at all. You got Sarah Jessica Parker as yeah, Janie. Yeah, none of them Glenn. are on their feet in the fucking yeah. poster. <laughs> but now that I look at now that I'm looking at pictures, I see like Sarah Jessica Parker in like a like a, one of those side. Shirts. But at least like Kevin Bacon in the Footloose poster, he's like he's dancing. He's dancing. Yeah. He's dancing. They're all laying on their stomachs, like they're thinking about having fun. Prom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and having fun. Yeah. Ah, whatever. Oh, we were kind of close. Oh, so, yeah, I so. Guess. I think see. we're really off on this one. So they're yeah. Catholic schoolgirls. Oh, okay. oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They, meet oh. At, they meet at Catholic school. So what? Let's see. Who's Helen Hunt plays Lynn Stone. And then Lynn um, Stone. Shannon Doherty plays Maggie Mullaney. Uh, <laughs> so she meets Lynn, as played by Helen Hunt, at Catholic school. Uh, and then her father refuses her a trip to downtown Chicago for uh, dance auditions. I think she she goes anyways. Uh, she she sees uh, an enemy, which is a spoiled rich girl, which is another which is a trope we didn't hit on, which was the is the like classic '80s spoiled rich uh, villain. Mm, right. So we didn't we didn't hit on that trope. Auditions are going well until Lynn's partner gets her cut and is later found out that Natalie, the spoiled rotten kid, paid to have him kicked it, paid to have him. Or paid him rather to have her kicked out. So, geez, that sounds complex. Yeah, sounds real complex. Let's see. And you know, really quick, I know this is off topic, but like, well, no, just keep going. What, uh, like, we didn't get any of that right, right? Except for the father thing. Think, except for generally <laughs> the father thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any like. Mall. Well, I think we got uh, the the age group right. We we, yeah, we got generally. Sure. <laughs> An, ex- an excellent opportunity for both girls to get Natalie back presents itself when Jeff is invited to her coming out party. They make copies of her invitation and pass them out to strangers all over town. Jeff and Drew attend the party and watch the chaos ensue when all of the extras, the extra people invited show up. Uh, 
So what kind of coming out party? Is this like a, hey, I'm a lesbian and I'm coming out to the world kind of thing? I think it's more of a Supremes, yeah. I'm coming out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, think the Supremes. I think it's sort of like a just a, a regular party, which they turn into like a blowout. So there is a, so there is a party, I guess. Is, is It's like a okay. quinceanera. Got that yes. part right. Uh, so so not they're not all they're not all friends like it's just but they meet each other. This poster is a lie. Well, Natalie, which is not on the poster, Natalie is played by Holly Grainer. Grainer. So she's. Uh, not, I don't know. Yeah. As famous from other movies as the Girls poster. Just want to have fun and Alligator Two: The Mutation. Oh my god, that's my favorite alligator movie. I missed the first one. She also so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm she looking at the, I'm looking at the trailer. I'm not watching it, but I'm looking at the picture of Sarah Michelle no, Sarah, whatever her name is, Jessica Parker. Yeah. I yeah. hate Sarah's with three names. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's just uh, annoying. So she doesn't look anything like she does in that picture, right? That picture that was taken on that poster is like from her early teens. She looks like she's twenty two or twenty three in this trailer. Like full on makeup and teased hair and and. All right, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna this watch is, this trailer as well. The, yeah, this is. Uh, I'm. I feel like we were lied to. Yeah, a little bit. Well, well there, Kyle, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it's actually kind of creepy. The release date for this movie is April 12th, which is today. <laughs> Whoa! Bum, bum, bum. I know. I know. I just dated our podcast, which we we're terrible at doing. But uh, <laughs> right. I just by the trailer. time this releases, it's going to be May. <laughs> so this is literally its 31st anniversary. So Catholic, or Catholic schoolgirl seems to be sort of a, a theme in this, that she's a Catholic schoolgirl breaking out. Helen Hunt appears to be like her friend that just kind of, oh, there, and there, yeah, and there's a crazy party scene. There's a bad boy motorcycle guy. Oh, yeah, mm. this is, uh, we got this way wrong. We're way off base on this. Mm. Not our best. Not as good as uh, going overboard or whatever it was with Adam Sandler. Oh, <laughs> we almost got that to a T. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's pretty easy have... to pick a Adam Sandler movie and know the entire story. I think had we have known that dance was a, was a major part of this movie, we may have gotten a little closer, but you can't tell that from the poster. Well, because whenever it's a dance movie, there's always somebody in it that doesn't want that person to dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They just don't like it. <laughs> just stop. We can't have these people dancing. Hold <laughs> <laughs> someone think of the children. Yeah. Please. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a that was a, that was a good game. I I deem all of us the the loser rather. Yeah. No one was a winner on that I one. We, I think we did average. Like we. Uh, Pretty much on par. Sure. Yeah. Used it, so. Way to think uh, glass half full. <laughs> half full. <laughs> All right. There's a glass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jonathan, where, where can everybody find Trivial Warfare? Uh, the best place to find us is over at TrivialWarfare.com. We have uh, episodes list. We have show notes for the first 40-some-odd episodes. My boy Chris is still working on the current ones. Um we have the tournament bracket, so you can see what's going on in the tournament. There's all kinds of links on there. So, yeah, definitely TrivialWarfare.com. Cool. And then uh, you are also on Blog Talk Radio with us as well. I am, but I don't send people directly there because I know they end up with the uh, with the advertising that pops up in their face. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I like my website better than that website. I've, we've experienced yeah. that as well. <laughs> Hey, but hey, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thanks for hosting. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, uh, so funny thing, I just um, 
my my audience, I, my audience is amazing, right? We just got a chance to read, do a live ad, and Blog Talk presented this opportunity for us, and we had we had a bunch of people pony up and, and buy what was being sold on that ad. Uh, it was it was really eye opening. So in terms of our audience really liking what we were doing and putting their money where their mouth was, couldn't be happier with Blog Talk for helping us do that. Yeah, and I, nice. I and. You and I wouldn't be talking right now if it weren't for Blog Talk. So, yeah, I mean, major props to them. Absolutely. So, but well, I don't like can... advertisements. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those are are what they are. But eh, whatever. Uh, you can check us out on on Blog Talk Radio. But most importantly, like Jonathan, you can check us out at SharkDropper dot com. Uh, all of our podcasts are there, as well as our Patreon page, which is next to the home button on SharkDropper dot com. Uh, I promise you, we are working on material for the Patreon page. So. Uh, check out all of our podcasts at SharkTrapper.com. Check out our Patreon page. Uh, and please check out Trivial Warfare. It really is one of my favorite shows, and it, and it is in my regular rotation. So uh, check that out as well. It's and a small you... little podcast to Kyle, but <laughs> it, it, it means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody famous, but uh, it's worth <laughs> checking out. If you, know. you want to hear the show that Kyle was on, um, the title of that show is TWX5. Movie trivia with Joanna Langfield, Neil Rosen, and SharkDropper.com. You can listen to Jonathan and I get embarrassed by movie critics. <laughs> Actually, it was a really, really fun episode. I would highly recommend listening to that one. It's one of it my was. favorites. Yeah, I like the were... idea of us going on like as the Shark Dropper and going two versus three. See, see who would take it. Well, I think we can do that. Figure out your teams. We'll set a date, and we can make it happen. <laughs> Oh, we get cool. a six person. Here we go. We, we, yeah, can, get we can get a six, six. person. Yeah. We have like JJ. Yeah. I yeah, JJ probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I worry about getting too many people. Too many because once you have a lot of voices all trying to talk at once, it gets really. I'm yeah, sure. No, it has <laughs> it to be. Messy. It has to be John Levigood. He has a PhD. I want to be on the same team as him. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> overruled. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for Jonathan, Jonathan, again, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So uh, for Jonathan, that, that was Shark Dropper this week. I am Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. And we'll see you next week. Yes, I stand here looking out over the ocean. I didn't want to cause a great big commotion. Because when I saw what looked like a thing. Break through the surface again. It was a shark. Shark. T-minus five seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.